MSW Media. News was swearing. Daily beans, daily beans, daily beans, daily beans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Monday, July 29th, 2019. Today we're going to discuss the House Judiciary Committee's lawsuit to get the underlying Mueller grand jury material, the SCOTUS rules on border wall money for Trump, and another tweet from the president. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today are Jaleesa Johnson. Hello. And Jordan Coburn. Hello. All right, guys, we're in Chicago. So if it sounds different, that's what's happening. We're in our hotel room uh, on the road. We had such a cool show this weekend. Um, our guest was awesome. Mm-hmm. Renato Marianti. Yes, he was so fantastic. And I want to thank everyone in Chicago. They had the best questions. And, um, you know, when we did our Q&A panel at the end and uh, that show, you know, will be it should already be out uh, on the Mueller. She wrote main feed. So check that out. We had a really good time. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys were so good. So I just I, I had so, so much you. fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, oh, I thought you were talking to me and Jaleesa. I was. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're just talking to Chicago in general. Oh, or, Chicago yeah. was great. But you guys were really good. It was so much fun. And yeah, we had really Sarah fun. Hirschberger mm-hmm. on uh, our panel with us. So that was really great, too. Yes. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah does our social media and merchandising along with Sarah Lee Steiner. Fun yes. fact, pulling behind the curtain for y'all. Sarah's. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, um, just such a fabulous town. You guys were awesome. And you guys were awesome. Everyone was I don't know. I just I I love Chicago so much. Everyone here is so kind and nice, and it's such a cool big city. I just I'm I'm so I'm in such a good mood. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Um. But we do have a considerable amount of news to get to. So let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, guys. So the Supreme Court has ruled to allow Trump to begin to use some of his contested federal funds from the Department of Defense for border wall construction. Uh, the order does not address the other monies that he was trying to get at the 3.6 billion in military construction funds or the 600 million from the treasury forfeiture fund treasury forfeiture fund i'm assuming is where we get all you know if we the federal government convicts criminals and they seize their Mm -hmm. uh, you know their assets Mm -hmm. under asset forfeiture boats and stuff their yachts yes and their their trump tower apartments for Mm -hmm. example um it'd be great for a reality show to be centered around that like storage wars but like yacht wars (laughs) people bidding on a trump tower apartment yeah eight dollars yes (laughs) i wouldn't feel bad about watching a tv show about people whose assets were taken from them because of crimes that's yeah that would be fantastic get on that Mm -hmm. uh history channel Mm -hmm. but yeah so i think we have 600 million dollars. i know 40 or 50 million of it is just from Mueller's investigation alone but i don't know if that's this could be like the fiscal year last year and they haven't added that to it yet. I don't know how much um, I, I, I don't have the accounting available for the Treasury forfeiture fund, but that he was going to try to, um, you know, get use that money to also build his wall. Mm-hmm. Um, the majority of justices in this case just found that the Department of Justice had shown they would likely win because the challengers lacked a cause of the challengers lacked a cause of action. So it didn't seem to me to be more it be about uh, the merits as much as the cause that they couldn't develop uh, couldn't um defend yeah and this is so great you guys this story just popped up uh in my feed from buzzfeed the government has moved to show an excerpt from the godfather part two 
during Roger Stone's trial <laughs> because of Roger Stone's reference to Frank uh, Pantangeli, mm-hmm. uh, which the government alleges was his way of getting credit code to lie to Congress. So they're mm-hmm. going to play that congressional testimony situation where they bring in Frank's brother. And all, <laughs> and that's just hilarious to me, like that the government in an official court proceeding wants to play part of The Godfather 2, which is one of the greatest movies of all times. Can you see that? I haven't seen that one of The Godfather. It's a problem. I didn't watch him until I like way later in life. Mm-hmm. So, so Roger Stone was already referencing The Godfather specifically, and then that's why they bring it into the court. They're not mm-hmm. just like out of the blue. Like this seems like it will do a good job illustrating. <laughs> no, they okay. wanted they wanted to put in context, sort of yes. Roger Stone's witness tampering yes. behavior. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, with Credico to get him to lie to Congress. So awesome. Uh, also in the Stone case, the government has moved to block Stone from presenting evidence regarding Russia's role in the DNC hack, where Stone believes he should be allowed to present that evidence. The government says that he's not on trial for the Russia hack. Uh, he's on trial for obstructing a congressional investigation, lying to Congress and witness tampering. Stone, however, says he has evidence that WikiLeaks did not get the hacked DNC and DCCC materials from Russia and wants to present that in court mm by saying he couldn't have obstructed justice for a crime that he didn't, that didn't exist. Um, but we've seen the videotapes of the Ecuadorian embassy. Do you remember that when that Muller Magoon guy went in there? <laughs> Muller Magoon. And uh, like handed over thumb drives and all this shit to Assange. So it's just, I don't know. First of all, I don't even know what evidence he has. Second of all, it has nothing to do with his case. He's not on trial for being Roger Stone. Uh, as far as the WikiLeaks and Assange shit goes, he's mm-hmm. he's only on trial for obstructing justice. So we'll see uh, how the how the court rules on that. Um, and then Jaliza, I wanted you to talk a little bit about. Uh, uh, well, I wanted you to uh, kick off the story. We want to have a discussion about this tweet that that Trump put out over the weekend and his ongoing sort of battle against what he can cons- like. Just I feel like it's his relating people of color to infestation and vermin and rodents. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's another racist tweet. Um, So yesterday, Trump attacked the city of Baltimore, saying that Elijah Cummings District is, quote, a disgusting rat and rodent infested mess, and adding that the conditions in Baltimore are far worse and more dangerous than conditions at the border. Cummings responded by saying, Mr. President, I go home to my district daily. Each morning I wake up and I go and fight for my neighbors. It is my constitutional duty to conduct oversight of the executive branch, but it is my moral duty to fight for my constituents. And then the Baltimore Sun, the newspaper published an editorial that said, better to have some vermin living in your neighborhood than to be one. <laughs> Burn, right? Burn from the Baltimore Sun. The White House is infested uh, and overrun with vermin. Didn't he call vermin. it a dump? He did. Uh, and he forget. also said no. <laughs> yeah, he forget. called the White House a dump. That's right. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to stay at Mar-a-Lago, the southern White House or whatever the fuck. Yeah, dude. Dumps bring rats. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of rats in that administration for sure. And He said uh, rats and rodents. He did. Tweet, I guess they're different... Seemed- 
Yeah, I, really I think because one is for people and one is for actual well, rodents. Maybe there's, maybe there's capybaras down there. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel, yeah. He was. Wait, what are those? Capybaras? Yeah, it's a large rodent. Oh, gross. That mm-hmm. sounds terrifying. No, they're cute as fuck. Oh, okay. They're so cute. I was imagining like a like a nutcracker dream sequence kind of like. I like that. Six foot tall rat. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> cute. That's really cute. Oh, the capybaras are adorable. Okay. They just happen to be the largest rodent. Okay. Makes sense. Or one of bear. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why a life size rat. That is so cute to me Maybe because of <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, I'm cool oh god, that. yeah, yeah. I'm glad well, you had good experiences. Pleasant childhood. <laughs> yeah. Generally, I wouldn't think that people have, but that's a good point. <laughs> Something else I've noticed is that Trump has been saying on his Twitter feed that Democrats are not actually doing things for Black people, and he's constantly bragging about the Black unemployment rate being the lowest it's ever mm-hmm. been. But something he never brings up is that this decline in the Black unemployment and Hispanic unemployment has been going down since 2010. Mm-hmm. NPR report this they said that it was 16 percent in 2010 and then 2011 it was 14 percent, and now it's six percent in 2019 but that was started two years after obama was president so like that was the obama administration's work you can see like charts showing that it declines starting with obama mm-hmm. but trump is claiming this as a win for him as opposed to just being something that was already happening yeah. i will give him credit for four percent though the, the two but years the he's same, been, he hasn't it, fucked it up. Yeah, but it is. It's the same with all un- unemployment rate. He's t- when Obama took over, it was what were we at twelve? The overall unemployment. rate. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And sense. he got it down to six. That's incredible. And or five. Yeah. And then and then Trump came in and got it down to four. You can't really get it. I mean, I'm not going to say you know Trump sucks because he only brought it down a little bit. No, compared kudos to, what, to him for not fucking it but up. But it's right? like it's like it's like losing weight. Like if you know if you have. 20 pounds to lose the first 10 are easy to easier to lose than the last 10 so you know you, you can't you know, just because obama brought it down from you know 13 or whatever to 12 to 6 doesn't mean trump should be able to bring it down to zero a zero unemployment rate is like oh, super no, no, no. hard to do i used to think that but it has been going on since obama. obama's administration i talked to a black guy yesterday who sold me the uh, get america high again hat and he is a libertarian he was telling me that he's like black people are so mad at trump but they don't listen to what he says and he's like the black unemployment is so low and he's a businessman and i'm like what about his you know bankruptcies and he's like yeah but that's how you learn and i'm like ooh, that's a really interesting spin you did there like wow you just said all his failures made him a smarter person which in my ideology makes sense and that's how he's getting to people as independent thinkers like the kanye's he's ap- appealing to their sense of philosophy yeah. as opposed to like his actual thinker actions. is a strong word to use that. yeah well, i mean i think it's very interesting yeah. i will say they are thinking very hard about how to make this a positive thing yes, for them yeah. like but twisting he also, yourself into knots to it make does. it so it fits your narrative and it, i think that's I, that confirmation bias totally, I agree. totally and he's he's like pretty wrong about that conceptualization of how he uses bankruptcy. He uses mm-hmm. bankruptcy as a tool. Exactly. Not because he's like, oops, I failed. Bit right. myself up on my bootstraps and exactly. let's fail again. That's like not it's how. to save money. Yeah. Right. And to he, avoid playing taxes. He was thinking like surface level philosophy, which I still think is a really cool way to look at the world, I guess. But mm-hmm. then you look at the specifics of this person, this individual who I believe is a racist. And I just think that mm-hmm. there's this disconnect where this person thought that the liberals or the Democrats weren't looking at the details. Mm-hmm. But I think He's not looking at the details, yeah. but maybe we both need to look closer at all kinds of things because I never considered that as an appeal to the black people. I was like, why would any other black people support this man? But now I kind of see how he's getting to it. It's like black people want to believe that they're not chained to any kind of particular idea because mm-hmm. of the history of slavery and what it means to them metaphorically. So independent thought is attractive 
to black people mm-hmm. and even if they're blinded by it that whole idea is so attractive to them mm-hmm. of freedom like a implied freedom or you know the illusion of freedom yeah mm-hmm. but like negative 800 percent of black people voted for trump so, that's true I but mean, the ones that you did, have those, i think they, have these ones stand out they folks, count but. they matter trump uses them to recruit others and this guy was someone i didn't even think would be a trump supporter it just you know right, he had so a, got a weed shop yeah right? he had a weed hat you know but it turns out that he leaned you know to some trumpian thought and I thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, you could also boil it down to a lot of people just to dis- decide how the president's doing by how they feel right then. Sure. And not like right in that moment, but how they're doing economically. Right. Right. And so if one if one person is doing economically well, he's going to make sure that he's got an argument to to back that up so that he can continue to do well for sure or do better but then with the details <clears throat> obama was responsible for for you know that unemployment well, thing. they ignore that shit well yeah but that guy brought it up the hat guy he was like yeah the black unemployment is down and i'm like yeah but how do you think we got there like really like so yeah. the details are being skimmed over for the sake of idealism or whatever or, or for the sake of you're doing well and it's great that he's doing well mm-hmm. but you and he wants to continue to do well yeah but what about the other shit too there's so much other shit that i feel like like you said they ignore mm-hmm. yeah for yeah. sure did I, you guys see victor blackwell's uh no reaction to this no mm-hmm. oh it was uh a, a cnn anchor he 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 was really focused he, he had pretty he was really emotional about it and he was pretty much focused on the he was reading the tweet and then he had to pause because he was Break, he was choking up about when Trump said no human being would live there. Mm. And that really um, upset uh, the community and a, a lot of folks. And because they're clearly living there. Yeah. Right. They are living there. And, and he went on to talk about his family. And there are people who are there who, who take care of their children and go to church. And children who pledge allegiance to the flag just the same as people in districts who support you, mm-hmm. Mr. President. And it, it was a really moving. Uh, if you get a chance to, to watch that, just Google Victor Blackwell. Yeah, I did see some video, unfortunately, um, of black people that Trump was retweeting saying that, yeah, Cummings has done nothing for us. And they were showing with the footage. Yeah, I think every city or most major cities has their, you know, less, I guess, um, they're not very wealthy areas i almost want to like get around saying ghetto but essentially that's what i'm getting at and especially with like heavily african-american populated places like you're gonna find footage even in san diego you can find trashy places but trump is looking for this as a way to somehow make it seem like oh don't worry about what i'm doing with the migrants worry about your people like it's still very us versus mm-hmm. them instead of all americans should be it's other and yeah mm-hmm. asylum is like you know like these things are just values that used to matter but trump is finding a way to to get us to talk about you know what about your people and all this it's weird mm-hmm. yeah it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. um it's yeah uh, ugh, yes, but definitely, if if you get a chance, Google that Victor Blackwell response. Uh, I think it was one of the the better um, responses to to this tweet. It sucks. I know. I understand what he was trying to say, but it, it's interesting how it does. I'll take the it sucks part back. Although now you know how I feel about it. <laughs> but to appeal to things like church and like nationalism sort of to, it almost seems kind of like Stockholm syndrome that not that you're doing those things but that that would be a reason for why you are supportive it's like it's, just, it's like trying to say I support I so su- we're very patriotic we support the president or something when it's like it's not even about that patriotism yeah. is not the issue and I see going to church is not the but issue I think he's actually a religious dude that has kids in school and and I think he's actually 
coming from a, a genuine point on that. He's not trying to use the religion and the Pledge of Allegiance. You to oh, no, I don't think to, he is either. I'm thinking what? it's like an internalized thing. No, oh, no, the guy that, yeah, the guy that's saying like, I, yeah, I don't know. It just seems to me it's a very cut and dry issue that's like, this is my city and this is where I live. And you're also the most powerful person in the country. So fuck you you know that seems yeah. to be like the only thing that's necessary it's to say simple as that yeah but it's kind of like i'm a it's almost like the mccain thing when someone said you know obama was a muslim or he's like he's a good man or, yeah. or that as if muslims can't be good men. Kind, kind of it's just yeah. like an off the mark counter argument i feel that doesn't honor perhaps. like how they deserve to be respected like, they don't deserve respect because they go to church. They don't deserve respect because they pledge allegiance to the flag. They deserve respect inherently as a person. Yes. That's my point. Yeah. I, I Yeah, I agree. I just think he was coming from his own personal... Yeah, definitely. Like, I get that. I do shit that you like, Trump, and right. you're, you know, being a dick to That's me. That's a good point, appealing to Trump. Yeah, you're right. You're both right. Yeah, it's... That's a good point. Yeah, but, but you know, because I don't come from a place where I would pledge allegiance or, or go to church, so I wouldn't say that. Yeah. But, and... Who knows what's in his heart? You know, I, whether he's saying that because a, a lot of times I'll come at Republicans using a Christian point of view or an angle that they say means something to them, mm-hmm. patriotism, etc., um, taking care of veterans. Now, money is coming from this wall uh, to build this wall is coming from our veterans. You say, and I'll use those point of views that I might not necessarily you know, because I don't go to church or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming at them as a Christian, but I'll, I'll bring it up to drive home the point. And mm-hmm. I don't know if he was doing that or if he was just really like... Yeah, either yeah. makes sense. Totally. I feel like I understand. Yeah, and yeah. it's almost innocent, even though I agree with you, Jordan. I think either way, I think it's innocent, even if he was trying to actively use it as a you know main theme of that you know as it uh, to appeal to it i think i think that's fine you should watch it i think if you watch it like yeah that's it, true it i'm talking out of my ass right sense, now but it, because <laughs> I, like but i yeah, it, it was i think in general really people tend to make those arguments a lot which is more so where this feeling is coming from totally not, yeah, not, yeah not this clip that i haven't seen specifically i figured yeah because i haven't seen it either but i get what you're saying yeah. oh yeah i know i totally understand mm-hmm. uh something else guys that happened uh over well late friday mm-hmm. uh, and we did discuss this in the main episode so if you if you've heard that we had really good t- uh, chats with uh, renato about this but it appears that they may or may not have maybe perhaps kind of backhandedly through a back door sort of but overtly started an impeachment inquiry in mm-hmm. congress uh and that is really the clearest way i can state it uh because mm-hmm. Nadler has filed a lawsuit invoking Article One powers of impeachment preliminarily uh, to get the grand jury materials from the Mueller investigation. And then he also had said something about there are things outside of the Mueller report that we want to look at. And Jake Tapper was being kind of a butthole on CNN today. He's like, are you t-? he had Nadler on there and he's like, are you trying to say there's stuff Mueller left on the table and he didn't put in his report? And now there's like, look, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying Mueller had a very narrow scope of what he was supposed to do. So any of the finances that he was able to obtain from the Trump organization or the Trump Foundation or the inaugural or the Victory Fund or the NRA or any of the data voter registration breaches that he obtained, he's not what he wasn't uh, supposed to investigate those things. But all of that stuff would be in the grand jury materials, even if it was handed off to other cases, other offices and, uh, you know, other um, agencies and to, for for Jake to have to be like oh are you saying that Mueller didn't blah, blah, blah. no that's not what I'm saying because you know that there are millions and millions of documents of underlying evidence for the Mueller report the Mueller report is 448 pages and it's only a summary of the findings so 
there's going to be more material in the grand jury materials uh, alone than there would be in just the Mueller report by nature, by its nature. So just to, kind of, to ask those kind of questions, I thought was a dick move. But mm. uh, he did say um, that they were looking at impeachment when asked uh, about it. The, the vice chair um, wrote a an op-ed for the, I think the guard, no, for the Atlantic that said, here's why we're moving forward with impeachment. So some people are calling it impeachment. It is definitely basically the way that they word it is they're investigating whether or not to impeach the president. So it sounds like impeachment inquiry to me, but they're not they're They don't want to invoke the word impeachment. And I think the main reason, at least that Renato was getting at, is that we've got a lot of Democrats in the House of Representatives that were elected, but for a giant blue wave, meaning they are in purple districts, red districts, districts that voted for Trump overwhelmingly in 2016, not some overwhelmingly, some at least decidedly. And they don't want to vote for impeachment. So this brilliant tactic that Nadler and Pelosi and everybody who I assume they're all on the same, they're all on board with this. I don't think Nadler would have gone forward with this if he didn't have the full caucus or the, at least Pelosi on board was to say, we're opening impeachment, but we're not opening impeachment. We're not calling it impeachment, but we're looking into whether or not it's impeachment. And that way his, the Democrats who don't want to vote for it can go back to their constituents who might not want impeachment and say, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not voting for impeachment at this time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the ones who can, who want it, can say that and we can support that um, so that we can hold the House of Representatives in 2020. So that's a political consideration uh, that is an aside from not wanting to impeach just because you think we might lose the larger election. So I think I think it's important to <clears throat> be able to unite the, the Democrats on that specific point. They all agree we should investigate as to whether or not we should file articles of impeachment. So. We all sort of agree on one thing, and you get to invoke the the I word in the lawsuit mm -hmm. to have your article and powers um, mm -hmm. be heard. So I think it's a great strategy. Maybe yes, I, I think it could have been done earlier, <laughs> but at least it's going forward now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're going as fast as I think they can in their position. But I can't wait until we're at a point in, like when I is like the word of the day on Sesame Street. Like it's <laughs> that mainstream. Like it's coming. You know. Yes. I was just thinking about writing F is for fascism sketch. That's good. Which is probably already. Oh, what? And F is for fascism sketch. Oh, that would be good. Because Sesame Street teaches kids about some, like, like they did an eyes, in, eyes for incarceration thing wow. once. And so they had, like, a conversation about that. And um, for Monopoly, O is for Yeah, oligarchy. exactly. So I was just thinking about all the awful things we need to teach our children. Absolutely. So yeah. a series. Do all the letters if you mm -hmm. can. Yeah. But definitely I for impeachment. Why not? Yeah. Why In not? In general, someone should know what so that is. That, Unrelated Jordan. to our president needing well, to get the fuck out of office. I think they taught us that in Schoolhouse Rock when we were younger. I mean, mm -hmm. I've known about impeachment since I was a kid and not because Bill Clinton was impeached. Yeah, but, but I really didn't know growing up. I still watched Schoolhouse Rock, but I must have missed that one. But in the South, yeah, they weren't really teaching it in school. Even the incarceration thing is, you know. Really it might have been your time, the timing, because I was born right after Nixon, and mm. like my K through 12 experience was end capped with Nixon and Clinton. So yeah, that's it like could right have been like the yeah. quality of school, too, though. <laughs> I do see that. That could also be to yeah, uh, yeah, go to very yeah, private Catholic schools. Public schools so. were garbage. Yeah. Did you take a government class your senior year? Senior year, yes. Me too. That was the first time. That's very cool. I was yeah. that was my favorite class ever. Same. Blew my mind. Yeah, that in economics. Right? Yeah. It's crazy that that's the first time that you really even learn about government though. Mm -hmm. It's like 
okay, thanks. Some of us are already 18. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true, true. yeah, we were like third, fourth, fifth grade civics class. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, they teach you like I had to do, they have like the great American challenge or whatever, which I think is actually that game where you drink pizza and smoke a bunch of weed and drink That's beer. Hilarious. I forget what it was actually called. Well, I think too, probably in history, they would teach you a little bit about government. Totally. Yeah, bit. no, there's yeah. a little bit, but like government in senior year was when you actually learn about all the different, Processing. you know, like federalism and yeah, all the oh, different courts. Okay. Absolutely. The Daily Show started making sense to me my senior year because I was yeah. like, oh, I can apply these now to what Jon Stewart is telling yeah, me. Totally. Yeah, totally. And like lobbying, that was like a concept that I was very unfamiliar with. Totally. By, and it was, um, yeah, it was, if it, yeah. Yeah, all of that just changed my whole course mm-hmm. of interest. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Our teacher had us read Hardball with Chris Matthews, which is like Ooh. a really, really good book yeah. just to understand the process of like what a whip does yeah. and, and just like what it's like trying to get a bill through. And Absolutely. I read um, America, the, the Daily Show book. Yeah. And yeah, that really introduced me to the Supreme Court and like all those like... Fun, right? But yeah. in a fun way. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. We should make a fun book like that. Yeah. yeah. F totally. is for fascism. Yes. Dude, yes. We'll Bring it back. the alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the daily beans uh guys do you guys have any final thoughts oh uh, navalny navalny oh yes. this is uh terrifying what what's going on yeah so navalny putin's number one opposition leader basically right now um he's the guy who released the nastia ribka tape from the oleg the, the boho tape yes oleg Deripaska's uh boat yacht where the prime minister was getting Manafort's information f- who Kalimnik gave to Deripaska. Yes. The, all the polling data and campaign updates. Yes. So he is a huge enemy of Trump, or also Trump, but yeah. Putin. <laughs> um, and same, same. Yes. And so uh, as you've probably seen on the news, there's been a lot of protests going on in Russia, anti-Putin protests. And Navalny was in jail and this morning apparently came down with an uh, acute allergic reaction that warranted them taking him to the hospital. So he has swelling in the face and throat, I think. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, and then his press... Rep. Isn't that exactly what happened with like Litvinenko and and some of these right? other guys that were poisoned and mm-hmm. or otherwise died in in while in prison? Yeah. It, so there's also comments that his press rep is saying where it's like he's never had an allergic reaction in his life. So he's definitely not allergic to anything. And yeah, and I don't mean to belittle it, but if you guys seen that Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus where she gets poisoned by her aunt, mm-hmm. it reminds me of that where she was really? like, "Oh yeah, we didn't know she had an allergic reaction. She poisoned her." This is so like it's yeah. so likely, I think. And just in real so life, Putin's like an actual evil villain. So a- absolutely, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it reminded me of that, just like how they can put on a front, you know, like oh he just you know things happen. But this is what he does. This is what Putin does mm-hmm. to people. Yeah, and I think he's still in the hospital right now, so I guess we'll look out for reporting and have an update tomorrow. That's terrible. Yeah. As I, this this last season of Black Mirror, I thought was insane yeah it's getting too real right like thumbs just, down for me i thought it was oh, oh really? you didn't like it no. i enjoyed it but only the first and third episode the second one was like hard to follow yeah but yeah they were just you know probably not for everyone but i thought they pushed the envelope in it a just, way that when it started out it was so good sure mm-hmm. i think the early episodes are the better now ones. we've got like a a singer in a coma using brainwaves to make trash music or two dudes <laughs> fucking themselves on on virtual reality. I like reality. that one. I do like your, I your like, synopsis I like of the episode. <laughs> definitely really entertaining. I, yeah, but yeah. You know what? It's also uh, the the tastes of the world are changing. Mm-hmm. You can't not everything can be like spooky and, and political the way I like it. Sometimes True. you have to bring in these uh, other elements that uh, 
other people are into that yeah. that aren't necessarily my jam. But it was a short season. Maybe they should it's hire fine. you. I mean, you if you make... you know if you can make stuff for other people besides me, <laughs> what's your favorite episode? Mine is San Junipero. Mine's the pig fucker. Oh, first one, right? Yeah, yeah. either that or or the um the bear one. What's the woman who escapes and has to go relive the same <gasps> prison escape thing? White oh, bear. White bear. Oh, yes, that yes, was good. What about you, Jordan? Goosebumps. Your favorite. I've only seen a few episodes. I remember really liking. Uh, I hated the first episode just because it was like too I hated good, it too, but I loved it. It was yeah, like yeah. so disturbing <laughs> and awful, and uh, I wish that happened to Trump one hundred percent. That's well, what that's everyone why was thinking like, when that came out. To and, the right people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think there was an episode where there was like a like some chick like killed her. She killed somebody and like they could read her mind and like see what she was thinking. And is this Black Mirror? Do you know this what I'm sounds about? like Black Mirror? Yeah. So she killed someone and she was being interviewed about the killing as a witness. And then they found out she did it because of her memory. Yeah. She, yeah, she had, like, memories. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. That yeah. Because it's just twist. that whole concept in that world that everyone's memories are recorded and can be accessed. Yeah. Is freaks me out. Right. Yeah. So I, I really like, like that concept. Yeah. Right. And I want to say I do feel bad for the pig and pig fucker. I wouldn't want that to happen to any pig. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like yeah, maybe the pigs fake. are going to be emailing us. Yeah, the pigs are already <laughs> on it. Um, but yeah, poor poor pig. <laughs> if there is a gif of a pig typing fearlessly at the keyboard, I, I'm going to have to see that. Yeah. They got to make it now. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Uh, check out the Muller She Wrote main episode. Dropped yesterday. Dropped last night. And uh, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I've been AG. I've been Julissa Johnson. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mazell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner, and our merchandising manager is Sarah Hirschberger Valencia. Fact-checking and research by AG, Jaleesa Johnson, and Jordan Coburn, with executive assistance by Amanda Reeder. Our music is written and performed by They Might Be Giants. Our web design and branding are by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is dailybeanspod.com. <laughs>